Okay. So yesterday we were discussing the um, idea of Makif and Ptimi and how the idea of Makif and Ptimi uh, have expression in logic, in faith, and in sacrifice. That's a general um, general theme that we're going to discuss that we touched on yesterday. But before we get into the parable, let's just backtrack a second to the analog. We said that the three levels of Ur correspond to Bina, Chochma, and Kesar. Why do they correspond to Bina, Chochma, and Kesar? The first level of Ur that we discussed is the Ur it feels that all it is is its source. It's all about revealing its source. But it's still a thing. It still exists. It has a metzias. It's something. That corresponds to the sphere of Bina. Why Bina? In Bina, when you... That's like a human being. When you understand something, so you have parables for it, you have examples for it, you have an explanation, you have words you can use to explain the idea and make sense to you. That's Bina. There's a light and there's a vessel. There's the idea, and the idea has a very concrete expression. The vessel is the concrete expression for the idea. That's how things are in Bina. There's a light and there's a vessel. So the lowest level of light is the level of Bina, where there is a, a strong vessel, and uh, the vessel is, uh, in general, in Kabbalah it says that there, in, a, in the world of Atsilus, there are... Um, Four levels of light and three levels of vessels. The four levels of light are Chachma, Bina, Bemidis, and Malchus. And there are three levels of vessels, the level of uh, Bina, Midis, and Malchus. How come the, uh, the Sira of Chachma doesn't have a vessel? Chachma also has a vessel. The, 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 the light of Chachma is in the vessel of Chachma. Why does it, in Kabbalah does it say it doesn't, doesn't call Chochmah has having a vessel? Chochmah Natsilis. Chochmah Natsilis. Or Chochmah by a person also doesn't have a vessel. In what way? What does that mean? What's Chochmah, let's talk about Chochmah by a person before we get to Chochmah Natsilis. What's, what's the sphere of Chochmah? You're learning a, a Gemara, you're delving deeply into Gemara, and you don't understand the Gemara. So then all of a sudden you have a, a, a flash, oh, and it's clear. Now, when you're delving deeply into the Gemara, you're not focused on the words that in your mind. If someone asks you, what language are you thinking in general? You might know what language you, your, your mind is. Your mind is an English mind, your mind is a French mind, your mind is Hebrew. That's, a, that's the language of your mind. When you're delving deeply into the Gemara, and someone asks you, what language are you thinking? You won't remember. Why won't you remember? Because where you went to with your mind... It's called in the you're delving deeply into the idea of the Gemara. So you don't even know what, 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 uh, what, what the um, language is. When you're into the Gemara, and you don't know the Pshat in the Gemara, and you're working really hard, and all of a sudden you have a clarity, this is a Pshat in the Gemara, you don't even have yet, the focus isn't, there's an idea here. here. There's, there's an idea. 
you discovered an idea. That idea is going to help you understand the whole sugya. Now this is what's called in the yeshiva, the shlissel to the sugya. You discover the key to the entire understanding of the Gemara. But right now, you're not, you don't, when you have the initial glimpse into this shlissel, initial glimpse into this key, you're not, there's no ideas here yet. You just, your focus is, oh, it's good, it's good, I got it. In Bina, Bina is how it's detailed, it's example, there are examples, you have the ways to, if way to explain it. And Chochman, that initial lightning flash of, of inspiration, the focus isn't the, the logic even. There's logic in Chochma too. The focus, the initial flash is not about logic. The initial flash is, I have clarity. I, 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 I got it. It well, isn't das, I got it. It's like there, but it, it, it's not. The, the, there's, there's not an emphasis on, on you. You're right. It's not, the emphasis is not on you. The emphasis, though, is that there's, there's a, a feeling of clarity. It's clear. And it's geschmack. There's a geschmack. So, in that, in that discovery, there are no vessels. There is an idea. So you can't say there isn't a vessel. There is an idea, there is chachm, there is seichel, there is a vessel. But from your perspective, your focus is not on the vessel, your focus is not on the idea, your focus is on, oh, there's a clarity. Can you now take that idea and, and explain it? Okay, now, that, it, can bring, it can bring it down to a vessel, it can bring it down, you can explain it. That's a second level of light. What's a second level of light? Second level of light is a light above the vessel, but it's able to go into a vessel. The first level of light, we said, is the level where the light feels that all it is is to reveal its source. But light, light exists. It's just like there are all other creatures of Hashem. Hashem is a creature in the sphere of Bina, which, which in the sphere of Bina is a light in the vessel, and that existence, the sphere of Bina, is only to reveal, only to reveal Hashem. But there's an existence, there's, there's a thing. Chachma is the light of Hashem which is above a vessel. Isn't, there's no, isn't there a vessel in, in Chachma? The, level, the light... The, the vessel in Chachma is in the same level as the level of the light, just like by your human being. You're, you're not focused, in the, uh, when you're in, in your Chachma state of discovery, you're not focused on the details of the explanation or any explanation. You're just focused on the clarity and the, and the amitius and the truth of, 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 of the sugya. You discover the pshat, the, the truth of the idea. So there's no, there's no vessels over there. So can it be explained? Yeah, you could bring it to vessels, you could bring it down to your Seichel. There's a way to bring it down to Seichel. But right now it's above seichel. So that's the language we're using, the light which is above the vessel. It's, the, it's in the realm of the vessel. In Chachma, is, there's, a, there's a glimpse to something which can be explained, but right now it's above explanation. So this is a light which is above the vessel. This is Chachma. Chachma. What's that light above? Just Chachma? Chachma. This is a second level Chachma. Chachma feels that, that there's a source... That's a, and that's above it. And therefore, Chachma feels that whatever it's trying to convey about its source is negligible, because its source is far beyond it. Bina says, I'm about revealing my source. Chachma has a higher perception and says, well, how can, well, how can I reveal the source? The source is beyond me. Why does Chachma have that higher perception? Because Chachma is not yet in the vessel. Chachma in the vessel, and therefore it feels more, its source, it feels more luminar. And then there is level of Keser, which is completely above vessels. In the level of Kesa, there isn't a vessel. Not, not in the realm of vessels. So these three madregas of Bina, Chochman, Kesa correspond to Emuna, 
Seichel based on Amuna, and Mesir's Nefesh. Before, before we get into, um, into the letter, into the words inside, just, just a simple thing. Very often, people talk about their faith in God, and, and they ask, why do you believe? I say, oh, it's just, I have Amuna. Why do you have Amuna? How could the world be without Hashem? They don't realize that what they're saying is not a moon. They're saying is lo- saying is logical. They have an idea. They have a logical idea. How could the world be without Hashem? Ein says, Atzmei, the world cannot exist by itself. A person can't make itself. So there must be a mocker, there must be a source that made it. So, so their conviction is not based on a moon. It's not based on, on, on a, a faith. It's based upon logic. And sometimes it could be a logic which is a faulty logic. And, 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 and how the, the strength of their conviction is based upon... Uh, uh, upon upon how much they understand, upon how lo- how strong their logic is, but what does Yiddishkeit say? What does Chassidus say? Where does Emuna come from? Emuna comes because of because the, the nefesh and the soul has has Emuna. The soul has Emuna. What's it? The soul has Emuna. Just like Chachma, Chachma is that it's not about the way things are explained in logic. It's just the truth of the idea. So to Emuna is a pshat that the Eibister. Sh- what does it say in the Maimrat Tetzava? Why is he believed in Eibishter? One reason he believes in Eibishter is because the Neshama Ganeidin can see Hashem. There's a side you push it, your part of Neshama sees Hashem, and that's attached to your Neshama in your body, and because your Neshama Ganeidin sees Hashem, so it trickles into you, Emunah uh, Neibishter. You see. A, huh? That's that's Emunah in the words of the Rebbe. We don't perceive that. So we, we is a part of your neshama Okay, I believe it. So the reason why you don't need any proof for your amuna is because every they believes in the Abish without any proof is not because they have a good reason. It's because it's a part of your neshama that sees neshama So that that's his statement versus the other one, which was like, how could how could this world create itself? But how does it create itself? That, that's logic. That's, why, that's, that's, a, that's a moon of Goyim. The moon of Goyim, why does Goyim believe in Nebuchadnezzar? Goyim believes in Nebuchadnezzar because how can the world be by itself? That's a Goyim Shemun. It's, it's, it's conviction based on logic. And that's not, that's not a Yiddish Shemun. A Yiddish Shemun is the Neshama. The sh- I believe because I believe. It, it's, it's Neshama Sizalukus. Or, second explanation that Rebbe says over there is that the Neshama is one with Hashem. Because the Neshama is one with Hashem. People think Amun is a weak thing. I don't understand it, but I, I believe it. The Amun is that Amun is the strongest thing, the strongest, the strongest uh, kind of conviction. There are things you know because your logic says so. But your logic is, is limited. Your logic only, only gets you, to, it's, not, it's, not, it's not you. It's a koyach, the power of Hashem that Hashem gave you. It's not you. There are things that your logic tells you, but you don't think to feel that that's true. Because... Another part of you, which, which, which you see, you have empirical evidence, things you see which contradict the things that you understand. But then there is, but what you see is you, you saw something, that's, that's what you, you, you it's, it's, it's not, when you understand something, it's, it's a koyach of your nefesh. When you see something, that's you. I myself see something, I know it must be true. But even seeing is not mamashu. Even seeing is, it connects to you, it connects to your essence. That's why Yuxidah says how careful a person has to be with his eyes, because what you see touches the essence of your nefesh. But even seeing is not mamish you. What's you? How do you know that you exist? Because you see that you exist? No. You know you exist because, because you feel yourself. You, you, the etzim feels itself. You, you feel your, your existence. 
So the Atzem and Hashem is one with Hashem. It knows that the Eibishter, not because just it sees the Eibishter. It knows the Eibishter because it is the Eibishter. The Atzem and Hashem is one with Hashem. It feels so just like you know you exist, that's how you know you, the Eibishter exists. So it's not based on logic. It's not even based on Re'iyah. Re'iyah is just the love of Hashem and Ganeid and sees it because. The Yid believes in the Eibishter because it is the Eibishter. Just like you know about your own existence, you know about the Eibishter's existence. Because Yid and the Eibishter are one. So in the Muna, there's no kalim, there's no vessels, there's no explanation. It's just just a Muna. This way, it's in the Shama shines. That's what a Muna. A Muna is a pshat. It's it's in the Shama shining. That's that's what a Muna is not is not based upon the seichel. So someone says I believe in the Eibusha because how else how, how else could the world exist? That's not that's not the neshama talking. That's not emuna. That's just logic. It's possible that your emuna and your neshama will trickle down to where you think too. That's the second thing. But where does emuna start from? The, yid, the reason that yid believes in the Eibusha starts from his neshama who believes in the Eibusha. Okay, let's let's go inside into Eishei. Um, We're in the second paragraph. Understand the three levels of light by using an analogy or using what we know elsewhere in about the concept of transcendent light versus internal light. Internal doesn't mean that it's deeper and higher kind of light. Internal means that it has a light which has a vessel. Actually, the transcendent light is deeper and higher kind of light. It's the in when you, it's it's this is tricky with the words it uses. Makif, it's only external. See me, it's inside. But actually looking at it from the perspective of the hierarchy of the spheres, a higher light is something which cannot be vested in a vessel. A lower light is something which could be contained by a vessel. Okay. So isn't the makif of the, of wherever it is in that state of makif? The panemius of the level above it. Isn't the makif the at the level above it, above the, the next level? So if it's makif for us, yeah. that makif, it's panemius level and the level above it, and then it's but it's makif, right? No, it doesn't. As as the light trickles down from makif from the, where its source. Yeah. So it it's only transcendent based on the level context, beneath it, wherever wherever it is. Oh. So is it a panemius light above it, and it's so high that when it comes down to the next level, it can't. So it it, it mockies. Well, 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 let's talk about analogies and let's, let's see. Um, it says that the, the our, our seichel is makif compared to our midas. Armidus, who are you? You are Yemidus. You're uh, learning a lot of chassidus. There won't be coffee for you. Thank you very much, Yonatan. People will be very disgruntled on this Thursday afternoon. Thursday afternoon. Okay. But uh, the, the, that, that's because we're Midas. We are, we are emotional things. That's how, that's how people are. Intellect is one thing. Intellect is more transcendent. Intellect is not you. So Seichel, compared to Midas, is called transcendent. However, Seichel itself isn't transcendent. Uh, Seichel itself has, Seichel, as we just really learned until now, Seichel is the way you're, 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 you're concrete ideas that 
you're able to give analogies for, that you have ways of expressing with details, with words, with logic. That's, that's seichel. But seichel is makif compared to your emotions. But seichel is pnimi comparing, comparing, compared to desire. Desire is a, a more transcendent thing. And, and that's, so, so, so the higher level is, is makif compared to the lower level. And it's pnimi compared to the level above it. Is that, is that what you're saying? Okay, so so a kapan and the point that I just want to say is that when the chassid uses the word pnimi, it's a tricky word. Pnimi sounds like it's a virtue, it's a higher kind of thing, but it, it's a virtue uh, from, from from one perspective. It's a lower kind of thing which can be internalized. On the other hand, in comparison to a higher light, it's lower. It's, it's something which can be concretized versus a higher kind of light, which is which is aloof and transcendent. So you might see this expression, pnimius, viatsmus. I mean, it's deeper, it's higher, but it doesn't mean that it's that it's it's it's, it's you're able to internalize it into yourself. It means it's a higher kind of experience, but not something which which uh, um, you could you could necessarily explain. Like like uh, in Tanya talking about the pnimius alei gives staka. So at some of your heart is revealed. As Muhammad Chai was asking me yesterday. That's a deeper kind of experience, a higher kind of thing, but it's not something which is uh, which has a uh, a vessel. Uh, it's, it's, high, it's higher than vessels. Okay. The rule is, even after the transcendent light has descended into a vessel, it stays in its essence and remains transcendent. This is also true in regards to lights and vessels. Oh, thank you very much. Light by itself is transcendent. And because the light enters a vessel, now the, the vessel confers upon the light a status of being, being filtered and being contained. It's now pnimi. But even after the light has entered the vessel, it still remains in the state of light. It projects in the, through the vessel, but it doesn't change. The light still remains in its essence. The light goes through. Ramak uh, gives an analogy of, of uh, light flowing through different uh, colored glasses uh, or, or water, which is in different colored, colored glasses. You see the light as red or green, but the light isn't actually red or green. It's projecting red or green. So even though it's in the vessel and projecting as red, it's not. It's not really red light. It's still just um, uncolored light. It's similar to the way desire works. Even after your desire affects your mind, so that your mind is thinking in sync to the way desire says it should, yet your conviction is not based upon logic, although your logic is now skewed and it fits right in with your desire, it's still not the motivating factor. You desire because you desire. Desire means, desire is different than others, than soul powers. There, there, there is the world around you, and then there is you. Desire is you. Your soul powers are things that God gave you to interact with the world. 
your feelings. You feel love to something which is, why do you feel love to this? Why do you feel attraction to something? Because it's something which is desirable. Why do you reject certain things? Because those things are, are, aren't, aren't your taste. Nobody wants a, some, a food which has become spoiled. It's, it's, it's not a desirable thing. It's not something which, 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 which people want. It's, it's you react to the thing around you the way it is. Your soul powers are the way you connect to the world. Your soul powers are, they exist, and they're the way you interact with the world. Versus desire, desire is you. You desire. What part of you desires? Your soul is drawn to something. That's not desire. So desire affects your mind, affects the way you interact. The way it affects the way you understand the world because you want something to be true. So therefore your mind says it must be true. But even after you've explained why it must be true, it's still not your mind that's motivating you. It's still your desire that makes you want this thing. Same thing is in regards to Amunah. Let's see. Um, so too if you're able to explain your faith in Seichel you're able to say not only I believe but you're able to explain why this is true when you try to bring your faith into logic you meditate in your logic about something that you believe in and why are you doing this because you want your mind to be engaged. You want your mind to also understand that you don't just want this to be something that's a Jewish thing that you do, but you want it to be something that you understand that this is the way it really is. So so you learn the, the Tanya about it, and you understand it now to be this way, but still, still it, it doesn't, doesn't um, tint your faith doesn't color it, doesn't limit it, your amuna remains faith beyond seichel. In other words, don't think because you now could explain it that you've lost something in the process. Just because you've able, you're able to explain it doesn't make your amuna less. Just like by desire. Just because you have all of the reasons of, uh, uh, of this news station of why you should vote for uh, Obama doesn't that's not why you're really voting for Obama. You're voting for Obama because you want to vote for Obama. And just because you have all the reasons why you shouldn't vote for him, it's not, it, it, it has to do with you. It has to do with your desire. So too with, with, with faith. Although you have all these explanations why you believe, it's not that your faith isn't, isn't strong enough and it needs your logic to come along with it. It's, Hashem wants a person to, to bring his faith into his logic as well. So it should be something that we actually think. It should be a, it should be a paradigm shift. It should become us. We shouldn't just have an Hashemus, which are floating around. It should be the way we look at life. It should be the way you, you, you think. So even though you brought it down to logic, it's not limited by the logic. Just like your, your, your desire is not limited just because it can be explained. There's a difference between these two analogies of emuna and desire. Before we get to the difference between these two analogies, any, any questions? Okay. <laughs> Anyone still awake? The, the desire piece. So we, we have the, you have the amuna, you have the logic, you have emotion, you have desire. The two analogies are. There's like a prism of light here. Like which one's the blue light? There's faith and logic, and there's desire and logic. Desire enters the world of logic and alters it according to desire. But that doesn't mean that you've now changed from wanting it because, because uh, of logic. 
It's something that you've wanted always, and you still want it because you want it. You can explain it too, but it's not. It's it's not something that is now. I once heard these uh, father, uh, I'm sorry, mother and, and son who were cleaning uh, in in our uh, housekeepers, and the son says to the mother, "Now I know I hate Jews. Why do I hate Jews? I hate Jews because Jews smell bad. So it's not. It's not. They're cleaning your house." Yeah, they, they don't worry. They were fired. So <laughs> when I was a kid, so so it's not shot that that there is a a reason and that the reason is motivating the hatred. Contrary, I hate, and just because a child, you have to explain it, <laughs> you have to express it more clearly. But I, I may, and because I I I, uh, I hate, there are five reasons why I hate. So even if I have a reason, it's not, I'm not really hating because of the reason. If, 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 if a lot of times with anti-Semitism, people think that they're gonna they're gonna address the reason, then they're gonna take care of the reason. Oh, that's, that's not true. The re, it's not based upon logic. It's based upon there's a hatred. Ace of Saint Yaakov. So, so the. There's certain things that Hashem created in the world. He created in the world that you have a taste and you like sweetness. No. And then there's things that are controlled by your emotion. Things that are controlled by logic. Hashem created people naturally to hate. To have a mood is that like a separate category that has, you know, there's certain things that we want because Hashem created us that way, right? Not necessarily because of emotion or logic or, like you said, it's a. You can maybe explain the logic, but that's not it. It's a root. It's the, a base. Is there somewhere there's a hate and the mood as a base? That a person, some people are born just with hate, and then they explain it. The Abishur gives us a Muna. A Yid is created with a Muna. You're created with a Muna. Hate, I guess it is. Ace of the But it's not. In general, um, as we learned last week, last Thursday, about Sinas Chinam, Sensus Hatred, that uh, the it, 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 it calls hate always as something senseless. Because uh, as we learned last week, when someone wrongs you, it's not really uh, they're not able to really wrong you because because uh, whatever's happening is, is from Hashem's hand. And second of all, if you really understood where a person was coming from, you wouldn't hate them. You you, you understand where they're coming from and how they were just in their mind trying to protect themselves, etc. But chlal, but but when you're wronged, when you're when you feel someone. I didn't respond to you, and someone was cruel to you, and someone double-crossed you. So you're not. You, so, so therefore, you're upset, and therefore, because you're upset, you all you, you, your perspective on that person is colored by that experience. And therefore, you look at them a certain way. Um, so even if all those explanations wouldn't would fall away, you find new explanations because because there's, there's something in you that's uh, that's bothered. Um, Finally, something. <laughs> how, how do you know if your rotsen is fueled by kedusha or not? So. <laughs> <laughs> Second thing I can relate to. <laughs> Listen, it has a nefesh balance and nefesh nefesh kiss. Nefesh kiss is as tiny what nefesh kiss wants. Nefesh kiss wants sugar and spice and everything nice. Nefesh balance wants gashmis. Okay. Find that one too. A person is complex. You're right. A person is complex, and a person could uh, use very holy neshama inspirations, and and uh, could be adulterated in different ways. But ultimately, there's two kings in, the, in your in your guf, 
and they're fighting, and the, your seichel is, is definitely affected by by your your desire. Like you said by the bell.